Hey everyone, and welcome to Right Now, a student ministry podcast here at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. We're so excited for a conversation today with our guest, Turner Locke. Yes, sir. Turner, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good as well. Now, Turner, some, to some around here, you're known as the star. Of course, of course. The star. How does it make you feel to be known as the star? Well, I mean, I've always been known as star. I mean, my resume just says the star. It doesn't even say my name. <laughs> I mean, my degree from Harvard speaks for itself. Just, it, 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 you should be honored to have me on here. I mean, it's giving you the clout. I am honored. Yeah. I know that there's going to be, I don't know, I mean, the, the listeners and the viewers of this um, are going to go skyrocketed now uh -huh. because uh -huh. the star has been on here. And so the Apple podcast charts are just yours now. I mean, you're already <laughs> on the top. Well, Turner, it is uh, good to have you on here. Excited to talk to you on our podcast here at Ridgecrest. Excited for what God's doing in our student ministry. Excited for what God's doing in your life. And Turner, we say all the time with this podcast, the reason it's entitled Right Now is that we want to think about what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, where it tells us to live our life as wise people, not as unwise, and make the most of every opportunity that we have. And so we want to think about, yes, there is. we need to have eternal perspective and look to what's to come, but also God's given us an opportunity to influence and impact in our world right now where we are. And so as we begin today, I have a little surprise question for you. Mm. Um, this one wasn't sent, but it should be pretty easy, okay? okay? If you could spend time with anyone, dead or alive, Okay, and let's take the Bible answer out of okay. this okay. question, okay? Because we know, uh, you know, if we we're all honest, we'd want to spend time with Jesus. But if you could spend time with anyone right now, dead or alive, again, right now, who would right it be? Now. Gotta be Patrick Swayze. Patrick Hands Swayze. Down. That guy's the most interesting man alive. I mean, it, sure, he's an actor, singer, whatever. This man bred Arabian horses. Played a 20-year-old when he was like 38 years old. I mean, everyone loved him. That's a lie. But he was one of the most interesting men. Because if you have a dinner guest over, there's plenty of fun dinner guests. But the most fun dinner guests are the ones who have the best stories. This man could tell me everything about his life, and I would be totally in. So how do you know all this about Patrick Swayze? That I, I, I don't feel comfortable answering that. <laughs> Me, me and Patrick Swayze, it's it's just a special bond. Okay, all right. Well, we'll talk maybe about that later off uh, the air kind of thing. But uh, anyways, okay, Patrick Swayze. Never heard that one before on the podcast. Had multiple people answer this question, and nobody has ever mentioned Patrick. But uh, as a star to another star, I could see you wanting to spend some time yeah, yeah. Uh, with him. So, uh, Turner, now let's move to our more serious questions. Um, and I love this first question because it brings us to the moment of something to really think about, that the God in the universe is at work in all the details, speaking and moving and desiring for us to walk with him and grow in him. And so this first question just kind of leads into that for your personal life. What is God teaching you right now? I mean, of course, I wish it would be some like deep, deep answer that I would give. But to be honest, it's to be a better friend. I mean, this past year, I went through some stuff that my friends, if without them, I, I don't know if I've been able to get through. I mean, they helped me tremendously. So if I can be a better friend to them and better friends to people in the future, I mean, I, I, the difference that can make would be extraordinary. So, so help me a little bit further understand when you say better friends, 
What are some characteristics or some things that you've seen maybe this year from your friends, from things that you've gone through? What are maybe some key characteristics of what you would say a better friend looks like in the context of your generation in the world today? I mean, someone just who cares enough about you to talk to you, spend time with you to make sure you're okay. I mean, someone who can just do those small things, spend five minutes with you, that can do an extraordinary amount. I mean, sure, there's the friends that will joke around with you. And those are some of the best friends you could ever have. Right. Those friends that check up on you, make sure you're okay. I mean, the friends who aren't afraid to get deep with you, those are the best friends you can have. Yeah, that's really cool. And when you think about that type of friend, Turner, what has helped you as God has taught you these things of being a better friend, what has helped you to become that friend, if that makes sense? Does that question make sense? I mean, it's it's all about role models. And of course, one of those role models is going to be Jesus because he was obviously a great friend, great leader right. uh, to many. But just to find role models in modern day and current day, um, just to follow by their example. I mean, to, to take not only the word into account, as in Jesus's word, but also uh, their actions, my friend's actions, and just to really follow by example, that that really helped. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, it reminds me of just a scripture in the New Testament where it tells us to encourage one another and build one another up. And uh, that's what Christian community, Christian brotherhood, Christian friendship should really be a friend that is pushing us to Jesus. I love, I loved how you said going deep with them, because I think a lot of us in a social media driven world have surface level friends Exactly. where it's like we follow them or we like their stuff on social media, but what's the depth of that friendship? And so for those that are listening and viewing today, you know, this heart that Turner shares now, God's showing them, I think it's important for you, all of us, myself included, to really think about who are the genuine friends in our life. And not that we don't have acquaintances or other people that we interact with, but make sure we have those that stick closer than their brother. You think about the mm-hmm. disciples and Jesus having those that were closer to him and those that he was still, you know, he still had the other, you know, seven or eight or however many there were in that context. And as far as how he would define that, but he had those that were closer and those that really stuck with him. And exactly. so Turner, thanks for sharing that and being honest about just your personal life about just the need to be a better friend, because I think that's something all of us, again, can learn from. You know, Turner, as you think about being a better friend in your generation, I'd love for you to answer the second question and help us understand more um, from your world about how do you feel your generation can make an impact right now? Because we've said that. That's why we do this podcast, Living in the Moment, And I believe, and I've told you all this before, that what I love about the opportunity that I have to do in the context of student ministry is pushing a generation to change the world. And I believe you guys can do that. So how can your generation make an impact right now? Um, Well, see, most people that make a big impact in the world don't really mean to at first. Maybe when they're growing up, it's not their main goal to become some world famous, whatever, like a preacher or anything like that. But I think it would just find its heart in Romans 12 too. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. If we stay strong in yes. our convictions, yes. and the, the impact we can make just by doing that could be extraordinary. Because in today's age, um, I find myself unconsciously changing my opinions just because 
some people say it's wrong or, or some people say I, I should change it. But if we stay strong in our convictions, they'll not only grow our faith in the Lord, but also help grow the impact we eventually make in this world. Yeah, so defining that a little bit further, you would say the impact that your generation can make is through staying strong in your convictions. Yes, because if we just conform to the world, as I right, said, if we just right. do that, we can't make an impact because we're changing as everyone else changes. Yeah, we're yeah. not making impact. We're yeah. just staying the same as everyone else is. But if we are different, if we are different, that's what we're supposed to be as Christians. We're supposed to be different than the world. We're yeah. not supposed to be as the world is. If we can really change that pattern that we're falling into, that difference is enough to make world, world changes. So speak to this just for a moment, Turner, because I think you can bring an interesting perspective kind of on this thought of having these convictions. You've grown up in this church. Your dad has been on staff at this church for many years, and you've just kind of been a church kid, if mm-hmm. you would, if we could, I mean, if you would use that term possibly in a lot of ways. How have you personally gotten to a place to make sure your convictions are your convictions and not the convictions of, well, this is what mom or dad has always told me, or this is what I've just believed because I've been at Ridgecrest. How have you made your convictions personal? I think, I mean, it's really just not falling into a lull, really, is making sure you're not following just the motions of the church. That's good. Uh, uh, There's stuff like accountability partners, and that goes back to having good friends, if you have those accountability partners, if you keep yourself accountable, then you can really keep those uh, convictions too. But as he said, as just a church kid, sometimes, oh, I've been doing this since I was a literal baby. I mean, before I was one year old, I mean, sure, I'm a good kid. But then you think about it, but I, I, I haven't held myself up to this. I haven't held myself up to this. I've, I've done this. And it really, it really, it really hits you in the heart and realize I need, I need to hold myself accountable. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I love that thought of not just going through the motions because that's something easy for all of us to fall into, especially in the context of a Bible belt uh, area where we just kind of have done this and convictions come past just the routine and mundane of showing up at the church. It comes through holding yourself accountable and digging in personally and, and knowing that. And so that's a great challenge again uh, for, for our lives, Turner, to process through. So Last question. All you right. ready? Yeah. This one's always interesting to me when okay. I ask this question. It's always fun. What is a major current event right now in our world that's of great interest to you? I think it's possibly the most major current event, but it's so overlooked. And that is the financial part of this country. I mean, and what I really want to talk about, what I, re- I really get, I, I rant about sometimes is the Christian businesses and how, how to do them. Because if you create a successful business and, and everything, it's sometimes easy to get caught up in, in financial gain or something like that. And that's where tithing really comes in. Right, to help. right. But um, if you look at one of the role models inside Dothan, the, the Anderson family, Mark yeah. Anderson, yeah. an Eagle Eye, one of the greatest businesses in Dothan, right. and they've done it perfectly. I mean, everyone you ask that's worked there, the Christian environment, uh, the giving to the church, I mean, they're, they're really doing doing it the way the Lord intended uh, businesses to be created. Yeah, that's good. And um, it, it's, it's really just, it's great to see a business like that in Dothan. 
and the Anderson family is doing a great job there. So I think if we can find more role models like that, uh, I think that could help uh, the Christian business, Christian business grow in these kind of interesting times of Corona where businesses aren't as in a good a place as they want to be. Right. I mean, um, and of course there's going to be, there's going to be interesting times in creating a Christian business. I mean, before Eagle Eye, uh, Mr. Mark, he, he, he sold, uh, NASCAR models <laughs> before Eagle Eye. That's back when he had hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that, and then it, it, it took a few turns and it turned into Eagle Eye. And that just shows you, don't be afraid to let the Lord change your life. Don't yeah, be good. afraid to, to, to be open from change if you truly believe it's from the Lord. And, um, I, I, once again, I, he's done a great job with that. So if we can follow not only his, uh, model, but, uh, other Christian businesses, e even Hobby Lobby, I mean, that's a much bigger scale, right? But if you see all they do for the church, right. it's fantastic. So what is it about finances, Turner? Why is that of interest to you? Because I, I'll just say this, like, I, that's not something that we've had a conversation. A lot of people don't talk about that. And, um, a lot of teenagers are more so concerned about the money they have to spend it and use uh, it versus like thinking through the financial side of our country and being wise as a Christian business. Like what about finance? I mean, I, I've just always been a business minded person. I love business. I mean, I think I was seven years old and I got this little table and put it in my front yard and sold, sold candy for a dollar. Oh, candy. All right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the Ridgecrest Christian school, they have a robotics team and I'm part of the marketing of that. And I just love it. It something about just being inside of business, uh, selling stuff and doing it the correct way, the way the Lord wants it, you to do. Yeah. That just excites me. I love that. That's cool. So it, it may, it may be a little boring to talk about finances, uh, especially with all the crazy, crazy stuff happening right now in America. Right. But to me, that's the most exciting part. Well, it's, it's, it's cool to think about because all of us, uh, no matter the age, um, finances are a part of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Bible speaks a lot of money and uh, the way that's handled and the importance of that. And so I don't think people could ever start um, talking about this and thinking about it at too young of an age. And mm -hmm. so I applaud you, Turner, for having those thoughts and conversations. And I'd encourage uh, all of our listeners to to think about that and uh, find somebody because finances are not something that come easy for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so find someone to talk, whether that's a parent or whether that's a friend or a trusted business person um, and have those conversations because they'll become a time where you're old like me and have four kids and <laughs> yeah. finances are a big deal and you got to make sure you're providing for a family. And also if you, no matter business world you're in, you got to finance part of all that. I mean, church world budgets are part of that as well. So um, that's a great, conversation i thought you might bring up something like alabama one national championship <laughs> uh, I, I was close to i was close to that that's a that's that's a pretty intriguing topic to me so <laughs> it is but maybe it's not the place on the right no, now no. uh podcast and so turner this has been fun it's been great so proud of you um thankful for you excited for what god is doing in your life and what he's going to continue to do in the days ahead and uh thanks for being honest and sharing and uh being an encouragement to me and an encouragement i know to our listeners and viewers um, as well. So again, thanks for hanging out with me today. Yes, sir. No problem. And we want to say thank you for checking out today's uh, Right Now podcast here at Ridgecrest. And we want to encourage you all again to live your life right now for the glory of God. And don't forget, as always, uh, take time to subscribe, like, and share 
the podcast so others can experience it as well. Mm-hmm.